entrepreneurial, leadership, intellectual, this is the Cultural Connections Podcast. And good evening, everybody. My name is Brian Ives. I'm the producer and host of the Cultural Connections podcast. Before I introduce our guest today, I want to remind all of our viewers at home that we are recording this episode live on Monday, November 7th, I believe it is, 2023. Um, and it is a little after 5 p.m. in the evening. And we are recording this episode live to Facebook. So therefore, if you have a question you would like to a- ask our guests during today's podcast, please feel free to ask them below here on Facebook and we'll be sure to get them answered during the podcast. I think you, uh, today's topic is definitely a timely one and we'll get into that in just a minute. But before I get into it, I want to introduce our guest. Our our guest today is Rabbi Ben Rosen. Uh, rabbi Rosen is the assistant rabbi over at Temple Beth Elohim in Wellesley, Massachusetts. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Brian. Thank you again. So before we go any further, I always like to start off with our viewers and our viewers, our our guests, I should say, uh, giving a, a brief introduction of who they are and a little bit about their background. So our viewers, in this case, can get to know them. So if you can introduce yeah. yourself for our audience. Absolutely. Um, so, so like you said, I am uh, Rabbi Ben Rosen. I'm an assistant rabbi at Temple Beth Elohim in Wellesley, Massachusetts, uh, which is a reform congregation, right? So we, we align with the reform, uh, reform movement in Judaism. Um, I was recently ordained in May from Hebrew Union College in, um, Cincinnati, Ohio, which is also where I am from. Uh, Both my wife and I are from Cincinnati. And uh, following school, we made the big trek out east and are now proud to to call ourselves New Englanders. Well, welcome to New England, where you're in for a real treat this winter, that's for sure. (laughs) That's what I've heard. (laughs) Um, With that said, let's get right into this topic of uh, today's topic on the podcast is the rise in anti-Semitism. And I'll be honest to the fact, you know, when when I thought about this episode and I've been wanting for quite a while now to do an episode on this topic and trying to find the right guest, the right timing has been always a difficult challenge. And then obviously a little over a month ago, we witnessed the horrific events that that have taken place and continued uh, to have been going on now in the Middle East. I guess my first question to you is, let's start off with more of a current event update. What do we know? What the situation for our viewers that have been following it, but want more of a different perspective from what you hear from your sources? What, what do we know with what is going on and what can you bring us up to speed with? Sure. So, uh, you know, this is all kind of with the with the caveat, right, that that these are these are my views. A lot right. of uh, 
right? A lot of this is going to be uh, subjective, right? Because it is, as many of you know, an incredibly complicated and ever-evolving uh, situation in, in the Middle East specifically um, as it relates to Israel um, and the war against Hamas in Gaza right now. Um, you know, I, I really encourage anyone who has not already taken the, the opportunity uh, to to do some research because there is a good deal of historical context that's necessary to really understand what's going on at this moment. Um, but from my perspective, um, at this moment, we are witnessing um, a horrific intensification of a conflict that is really the result of two people with what I believe to be legitimate claims to a piece of land a very small piece of land, right? About the size of the state of New, of New Jersey. Um, and what we're seeing is, right, uh, a, a an escalation that came about because of the horrific terrorist attack on Israeli civilians on October 7th. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously the conflict did not begin with this, uh, but the current moment that we're in was really sparked off by this horrific attack. Um, and what we see on the ground right now, and again, I am not a, a military expert, nor do I have a, a seat in those rooms, nor would I want them, honestly. Um, uh, right, my, my understanding is that right now, uh, what we're seeing is, uh, a, a ground conflict as as the uh, Israeli Defense Force uh, makes its way into Gaza uh, with the uh, goal of being of eliminating the uh, Hamas terrorist organization. Um, and of course, right in the news, uh, we've we've seen horrific images right from all sides especially right now as the uh, bombardments on Gaza uh, continue to increase, right? We're seeing uh, a lot of uh, civilian casualties on the Palestinian side. Um, and in in this moment, right, for me as, as a rabbi, as a Jewish person, um, as, as a human being who, who values all human life, um, mm. I think it's it's important, right, that we're able to hold uh, a couple different truths at once, right? Uh, that the loss of civilian life in Gaza is a tragedy, right? And I also believe that Israel has a right to defend itself um, from an organization, right, which seeks to eliminate it from existence, um, right? And I want to be very clear. I do not... Uh, Hamas does not represent the the cause of Palestinian freedom, right? It's it's one element, right? Uh, when I say that Israel is fighting a war with Hamas, I sincerely mean that. Mm. I do not believe that Israel is at war with the Palestinian people. Um, as a as a Jew, as a person in this world. I believe that just like the Jewish people have a right to self-determination, the Palestinians also have a right to self-determination. Um, but this will not come uh, through organizations like Hamas. So that's, I, I think, in a nutshell, what we're what we're seeing.
No, absolutely. I hear exactly what you're saying, and I think it's very important. Um, I guess, well, let me again just recap again here one time here before we go further, just to remind all of our viewers that are just tuning in that this is the Cultural Connections Podcast. We are live on Monday, November 7th, 2023. And we're talking about the rise in anti-Semitism. We're talking also, obviously, about the events that have been unfolding in the Middle East. And we're joined by Rabbi Ben Rosen, Assistant Rabbi over at Temple Beth Elohim in Wellesley, Massachusetts. We're live here on Facebook. So therefore, if you have a question during the duration of the podcast today, please feel free to comment below and we'll do our best to answer uh, them live for you during the duration of the podcast. My next question then to you really becomes... Um, and then I want to jump into from there about because the whole my whole focus on this podcast was really to talk about the rise in anti-Semitism, which is something we are absolutely seeing, not just here in this country, but globally. But again, we'll get into that in just a few minutes. But we know that in Israel, there are there's more than just Hamas. That is just an organization to be closely watching. We're watching also from the northern uh, side of things. Um, where there's been bombardment of concern, specifically with Hezbollah and areas of like Syria. How, how do we, watching all of this and trying to figure out, okay, I mean, there's so much going on, obviously, all at once. How do you watch it all, balance it out? Hmm. It's a great, a great question. Um, and and I wish I I had an easy answer. Um, this is, and, and I think this, you know, leads into kind of what we're here to talk about today, which is the rise in anti-Semitism, which, uh, you know, when we scheduled this, this, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago, maybe, I think it was before Rosh Hashanah, uh, you know, and we were, this was, uh, 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 current topic, right. Uh, a, a topic that spoke to, to the time then, and, as is so often the case, right? When we finally get around to talking, it it just it feels like it's even more relevant now than it ever was, and it kind of feels like that's been the pattern for for the past number of years. Um, but in terms of uh, how how do you right take all of what you're seeing, right? Uh, what's happening in Gaza? What's happening on the northern border of Israel between Lebanon and and Israel? Um, right. It, I so it is a scary time to be an Israeli. It's a scary time to be a Jewish person right now mm-hmm. in the world. Um, it feels like right uh, we're we're kind of getting it from all sides in a way right now. Um, the way that I that I understand uh at least the the conflict in the north um and this is you know related but not not uh completely tied to hamas but um from what i understand uh the iranian uh government has for many many years supported uh hezbollah which is uh an organization that has been deemed a terrorist organization by uh, the U.S. and uh, many other countries around the world. Um, so I think what what you're seeing is um, right attacks of opportunity 
um, they're they're seeing an Israel that is uh, right is is under attack, and my guess is that they figured, well, now is time to to join the dog pile. Um, the thing that gives me hope in this is that, unlike in the weeks, months, the year preceding the attack on October seventh, um, Israeli society and Jewish society, right? The Jewish diaspora as well, mm -hmm. I believe has never been more united. Um, and I think that, that the people who, for whom, uh, you know, their goal is to see an Israel that no longer exists, right? Um, they saw the tension that was going on, right? In, in the country, specifically over judicial reform, um, and they thought that they could get us while we were torn apart. Mm. And, um, you know, the, the thing that gives me hope is that in immediately, uh, those, those differences, right. And they were not petty differences between different Israelis and different Jews, right. right were put aside, uh, in, in a moment of need and, um, no, I think that makes a lot of sense. I hear what you're saying. Um, one of the things now that I really want, and I hear exactly what you're saying, I do want to jump into, because again, like I said, when we originally discussed this uh, this episode of this podcast, the whole concept was to discuss the rise in anti-Semitism. And at that time, and that was in September when we initially talked about this, there was a rise in it, of course, but mm -hmm. obviously since then it's been taken to a whole new level. I'd like to start off with taking it to the level of what we're seeing really now, especially on college campuses. I, I, mm -hmm. I'm kind of I'm drawing a blank at the moment. I believe it, I think it was uh, Columbia University recently in New York that recently saw some quite disturbing hate towards attacks. There's been other college campuses across the country how how do what is how do you combat the hate and what what are the the steps mm -hmm. that can be taken to combat this this hate and how do what what can be done? A, a question that that doesn't have an easy answer. Again, um, unfortunately, right there there's no salve. Uh, there's no pill that we can take eliminate anti-Semitism. Um, I think it's really important to understand that uh, anti-Semitism and what we might call uh, Jew hatred right before it um, has been something that's been in, existing in our world for thousands of years at this point. Um, and in some ways, right, the anti-Semitism of today um, is no different than the anti-Semitism we've experienced over the past century plus. Right. Um, right. The, the difference is, I think, right now, social media. Right. Um, I think that a big part of the quote-unquote rise that we're seeing, right, is because anti-Semitism uh, may be... 10 years ago, right, anti-Semitic tropes, statements, feelings, right, even microaggressions um, were not as, as easily noticed, right? Um, but now that we have social media, 
um, and a person can see uh, a post and immediately kind of like repost it right to theirs uh, to take words from another and put it onto their account, um, you know, and then, and then, so I think, I think that's a big part of why, why it seems to be so, uh, uh, widespread right now. And I don't know, I'm, I'm of two minds, you know, uh, mm. the, the optimist in me wants desperately to believe that that the 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 loud voices that we're hearing are a very vocal minority um and i i really i really believe right if you're going to say like that that a if you're going to say that a, a person is uh of the people who i would call anti-semitic right across the board right not people who say anti-Semitic things or propagate anti-Semitic tropes, right. but someone who is deeply anti-Semitic. I do, and I think I have to believe, right, just for for my own well-being that they are in the minority, right? The scarier thing to me is the largely silent majority. Right. Um, and I think that because we don't have people standing up right? Non-Jewish voices standing up to defend us, right? Uh, those small but loud voices are allowed to ring out and spread farther than they ever would before. So for me, what's what's the ticket, right? Or what's the what's our best bet at combating anti-Semitism, right? I, I think it's to to create relationships right mm -hmm. to create relationships with those people who are in the silent majority right i'm talking about the people who are on instagram right who have been seeing all of these things uh all of these posts right have been seeing uh posts that glorify hamas or that uh you know indicate that that israel or that Jews somehow deserved uh, what happened on October 7th, right? It's the people who see that and say nothing. Right. Are the people who I'm, I, I am most afraid of and who I pray are still able to be reached, right? Because we're a small people, right? right. I don't how what percentage of the I, I don't know the exact percentage of the US population, right? It's like two something percent. Yeah. Something right? like right. Two two something percent, even even if all of us raised our voices, right? And and to call out anti-Semitism when we see it, to condemn it, to to refute it. That's still a small amount of people. Absolutely. To make real change, right? We need to educate and we need to build relationships with the people who are in the middle, who are apathetic, who are lacking in knowledge, right? Um, people that can still be reached, people that can still be allies to us. Because I, I think that ultimately, um, that's how you do it, right? Is you you work towards a world where there are more people calling out in love than there are calling out in hate.
Oh, absolutely. 100%. I, I, I agree. I, I guess, Michael, well, first of all, again, I want to remind viewers one more time before we go any further here that with you, if you are just tuning in or uh, watching us or listening to us, this is the Cultural Connections podcast. We are live on Monday, November 7th, 2023 at a little after 5 p.m. in the evening. And uh, this is the Cultural Connections podcast. We are talking about the rise in anti-Semitism along with the current events that are unfolding uh, in the Middle East. We're joined by Rabbi Ben Rosen, assistant rabbi over at Temple Beth Elohim in Wellesley, Massachusetts. So if you have a question you would like answered during the duration of the podcast, please feel free to comment below here on our Facebook Live and we'll be sure to answer them even if we're not live and you're watching on one or listening from another platform please feel free to get in touch with me and i'll make sure to still get your question answered moving along here though i specifically want to focus in on the anti-semitism hate that we're seeing like i mentioned a few minutes ago on college campuses and you hear mm. so many college students these days especially it seems more and more and those numbers growing who are saying that they're afraid to be on a college campus now given what what's going on and um that it's obviously i mean myself obviously it was different i graduated from college around 10 little over roughly around 10 years ago obviously just 10 years ago it was different how do we make sure that students feel safe and that they're not being biasly hated towards just because of of religion or how what is what are steps that college campuses can do to make sure that students feel safe on campus and to especially when it comes to the worriness of religion yeah um <sighs> So I, I, right, ideally, the administrations are taking action, right? Yeah. Ideally, the administrations of these colleges are sending out letters to their community, you know, expressing solidarity, um, expressing their values, right, uh, and expressing where the line is right um of course in america we have free speech right um but i don't believe that that's also the freedom to to terrorize um so for me i you know i would like to see more colleges more universities on an, an administrative level right um provide clear statements and boundaries, right? Um, now, obviously, we've had a handful of colleges do a good job at this. We've had a lot more not, right? Mm. Um, which I think ultimately gives fuel to those to those organizations on campus and to the students on campus who who um, for whatever reason feel that they need to, to uh, terrorize and attack people who, you know, are either externally aligning themselves with Israel or, right, I I wear a kippah every day, right, people who walk around and identify as Jewish. Yep. Um, 
so this kind of goes back to my previous point is like okay i i know for a fact that dozens of parents in my community have written to the administrations of the colleges that their kids go to we can advocate for ourselves but we need allies we need non-jewish people who are going to advocate for us who are going to stand with us right um and who are going to to uh guarantee the safety that every student on a college campus deserves right um i i think that you know one one thing that it can't be one thing that it can't be is ignored um you know if you had asked me even a few years ago you know because people were talking about anti-semitism on college campuses you know right for a long time like this is this is nothing new although it's like really intense right now um you know and i would say to them oh it's just you know it's it's not kind of one of those things where if we give it oxygen right the fire is only going to burn brighter right like ignore these people ignore these people I don't think we can do that anymore. Um, I think that there, right, the the fact that there have been, and I, I can't remember exactly where this was, maybe it was at Cornell that they shut down school, the school because of, uh, you know, safety concerns, because of threats that were specifically made against Jewish students in a Jewish dining hall. Um, where Where is the solidarity? Right. After something like that happens. Right. Um, I want to see. And I'm I'm thinking back to my, you know, my time at college at, uh, in Ohio. And I'm like thinking about all of my non-Jewish friends. And if this had happened on my campus, you know, the next day I want to so I want to see those people out in the streets, you know, standing outside the student union, you know, with signs that say, you know, no home for hate here right? Things like that. Um, It just seems like there is, regardless of where you fall politically, right? Regardless of where you stand vis-a-vis Israel, right? Um, Jewish people, Jewish students are hurting right now. And it is alarming to me, the double standard that is applied to the Jewish people when they are in danger. Um, I, I can't, you know, I can't say this for sure, but my sense is that if something like this happened at Cornell and it was targeted at another group, yep. would we have seen solidarity in the days that followed with the, that group? Uh, I would hope so. Right. And I would hope that the same solidarity would be extended to to us as Jewish people. Uh, absolutely. And yeah, no, it was Cornell. I was just that's what I was trying at the wrong university when I was thinking of these mm-hmm. universities. Uh, uh, but uh, Cornell, which had a 400 percent increase in rise in anti-Semitism over the past couple of weeks. And it's just alarming to looking at the numbers and everything. I, I guess the. 
the fact is I hear everything you're saying, but but it's a matter of it's one thing to say that these not these non-Jews are gonna get up and stand up and take a stand. And then it's another thing to see them actually do it. And that that's mm. I think that's that's the key here is that do they feel like they can actually do it? Right. Well, I think it's it's a case of selective outrage, right? Right. Um, yeah. you know, I I uh look, I am a supporter of the Palestinian right to their own state right when i was studying with my year in israel i or in my year in israel i went with an organization called trua Mm -hmm. we visited the west bank right we visited the military courts in the west bank um i have seen and i have bared witness to the horrors of the occupation right i am firmly anti-occupation yep and yet these people who are out in the streets in the past few weeks chanting things like Zionism is racism and from the river to the sea, right? Yep. My question to them is, where were you six weeks ago? Right. If this was something that was so uh, outrageous to you, why is it only when Jews are killed? Yeah. Right. Why is it only when, uh, when the safety of Jews around the world are, are being threatened that you finally make your way to the streets? I, it's very perplexing to me. It's selective outrage. Absolutely. I, I fully, I fully, um, an agreement. And I mean, the, I, I think it, this is something obviously that this is a discussion that can go on for hours and <laughs> hours and hours. And it's, it is Absolutely. such a discussion. We'll definitely bring you back on to continue this discussion um, at another, at another time. But again, for now, for those again, that are just tuning in, if you missed this podcast, go back and watch from the beginning to really get a full on context of what we just talked about. We were joined today on the pod. This what is and still in this episode of that you're watching is of the cultural connections podcast i'm brian ives the host and producer today we were discussing the rise in anti-semitism specifically with a look at the events that are unfolding in the middle east and talking about the impacts on college campuses and really everything in between and we were joined today by rabbi ben rosen assistant rabbi over at temple beth elohim in wellesley massachusetts and I want to thank you, uh, Rabbi, for joining me today and uh, for taking the time to discuss this very important matter uh, with me on the podcast today. And I uh, want to remind those at home, if you have questions or comments or would like to submit a question that you did not get a chance to answer, to answer, to ask during the live today, and you still would like to ask, please feel free to email me directly at Brian Ives, B-R-I-A-N-I-V as in Victor E-S at gmail.com. Email me directly and I'll get your questions answered directly. If you didn't get them answered, I keep saying answered, asked. Um <laughs> And uh, that's where my mind is at right now. And um, and I will be sure to get them asked 
for you um, during the, uh, the and we'll and get it answered for you on that as well. And if you have suggestions for future episodes of the podcast, please feel free to also contact me. I be I, I'm always open to future suggestions for the podcast. So for now, I'm Brian Ives. I'm the producer and the host of the Cultural Connections podcast. Thank you again to Rabbi Rosen for joining me, and we'll see you next time. I'm Brian Ives, producer and host of the Cultural Connections podcast. Thanks for joining me. Thank you again for watching this episode of the Cultural Connections Podcast. For more information on today's episode, be sure to check out our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also watch this episode again in its entirety on our YouTube channel. This podcast is also available on listening platforms Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Radio Public, and New TV. Thanks again for watching this episode of the Cultural Connections Podcast.